listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. This podcast is not approved for CME credit. Every diabetes treatment plan is different. Individual results may vary. Nothing you hear on this podcast should be considered medical advice. All claims are supported by clinical evidence referenced in the show notes. For clinical study results, please refer to Dexcom G6 User Guide. For product-related questions, please refer to the instructions for use. For complete safety information, go to Dexcom.com forward slash safety hyphen information. Smart devices are sold separately. For a list of compatible smart devices, visit Dexcom.com forward slash compatibility. Finger sticks required for diabetes treatment decisions if symptoms or expectations do not match readings. Data from collaborator devices and products may be verified by those collaborator devices and products. Users should confirm data in connections with their collaborator devices and products. Welcome to Real Time Real Talk, a Dexcom podcast dedicated to pharmacists and other healthcare professionals on the front lines helping people thrive who live with diabetes. Dexcom is the leading developer of real-time, continuous glucose monitoring, also known as RTCGM, and other digital technologies to better manage diabetes. Real-time CGM provides critical glycemic metrics for physicians, pharmacists, and diabetes specialists to act upon to help their patients live with as much freedom as possible. Dexcom empowers people to take control of diabetes through innovative, continuous glucose monitoring. Real-Time Real Talk is a proud member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. For more information on all Dexcom technologies, products, and services, please visit Dexcom.com. That's D-E-X-C-O-M.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Real-Time Real Talk. I'm your host, Cher Pastore. In this episode, we are going to be talking about some of the different CGMs available on the market. We'll be talking about some of the key features to the different systems and why one doctor would prescribe uh, one to a patient over another. And uh, we are lucky enough to have Dr. Grace back with us here today. He's getting to be a real regular on Real Time Real Talk. Hi, Dr. Grace. Good morning, Cher. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm excited. So... I just want to tell our listeners one of the main reasons we have you, besides the fact that we really like you so much, uh, why we have you back on is um, you're very well versed in all the different CGMs on the market. You've worn, I think, almost all of them. So you're going to be able to tell us about some of your personal experiences with these products, as well as how you use them with your patients and some of the data. Yeah, as you most people listening may or may not know, I have type 1 diabetes myself, diagnosed at the age of three. In practicing in a diabetes clinic, um, I'm able to test out any of the products in the type 1 space. And so I'm very lucky um, to work in a space that uh, I'm also living in myself. And so, yeah, um, I'm, I'm excited uh, for our conversation today. Oh, so Dr. Grace, before we even get started, maybe can you tell our listeners just a, a little bit more even about your practice population? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, so I'm family medicine physician. Um, I've been practicing in a diabetes only clinic for the past five years. And it's been a real blessing as uh, the world of diabetes has really changed in that time. As we know, in around 2018, um, we had a 
couple big changes in how people with type one diabetes could see their glucoses, uh, specifically in the continuous glucose monitors. In my eyes, they really um, turned a corner in the fact that we don't have to stick our fingers anymore, um, even to calibrate them. And so the accuracy really increased. And in my clinic, I really um, started using them even more so than the insurances would dictate. I really run what I call a CGM first practice, where when the patients come in, even before I change a lot of their medications, I'll give them a CGM. Maybe not so much in the type one space, but very, very much so in the type two space. So my clinic's around 20% type one and 80% type two, and about 85% of my patients wear CGM. Wow, that's great. So I think you, that was going to be my first question as to when you decide to initiate. So essentially just walk us through a little bit more of the process. So a person comes in, whether they have type one or type two diabetes in your mind, are you, you're already thinking, oh, I would put them on a CGM either just so you could get some information or you would want them to wear it. Like, tell us a little bit more about your process. So first off, Cher, it's silly in my mind that people with type 1 diabetes um, don't have a CGM. Unfortunately, there are some very rare insurers that don't cover it, but most people with type 1 diabetes in the United States have access to continuous glucose monitoring. We know that people with type 1 need to pay very close attention to their glucose levels, and the best way to do that for them is with a continuous glucose monitor. Perfect. Thank you. So now we've talked a little about, about when you initiate it. And can you tell us what the process is and how you decide which CGM system you would use for which patient? Yeah. So very specifically, we're discussing a little bit between the Dexcom G6 and the Freestyle Libre. So in the space now, Freestyle has a new product called the Freestyle Libre 3. In my current geographical location, that's very limited um, in the way I can get it. And comparing the two systems, there's obvious benefits um, using the Dexcom G6 in comparison to the Freestyle Libre 2 or even the Freestyle Libre 3. So I kind of... Uh, try and get everyone on a Dexcom G6 first. And if they don't, if they're not able to do that, um, the default option is getting them into uh, a Libre system. Okay. And what are some of the things that go through your mind, um, notwithstanding cost and coverage? Are there certain features we could talk about like alerts and alarms? Is there things such as accuracy? Is there things such as scanning versus not scanning? Any things that either your patients have told you are important to them, or you see that is important in a system itself? Yeah. So the patients I'll say using either system are usually very happy. So again, back to the CGM first, when you go from finger sticking or not finger sticking at all, and now you have access to your glucose readings, um, it's a game changer for both systems on the market. Now, that being said, anyone that's on insulin, um, I really do like the urgent low soon alarm that's available in the Dexcom G6 system. Um, the not having to scan is a uh, also a big game changer. I do see that people get scanning fatigue 
um, that where the Libre system, where they'll scan a hundred times a day for the first few weeks, and then you have them back at their six or twelve month appointment, and they're only scanning a couple times. It's a it's a real benefit to have the information pushed to the patient, and then to have alarms that back that up. The new Freestyle Libre three does have that. They're no longer scanning except to initiate the sensor. Um, so that has been a, I see that as a, a big change for them, uh, a big step forward. Okay, so Dr. Grace, we have mentioned a couple of times that there are some different continuous glucose monitoring systems on the market. So can you tell us about which systems you are using in your office? Yes. Um, obviously, we're using the Dexcom G6 real-time continuous glucose monitor. Um, basically, uh, what happens there is the data or glucose readings are pushed to a receiver, which could be the patient's receiver that they get from Dexcom or the a smart device, such as a cell phone. Um, we also use the Freestyle Libre 2, um, which is what we deem a intermittent scanning device where the patient takes the receiver and has to scan it over the patch itself, or they can also use their smartphone to scan the sensor to get their glucose reading. And just recently, we know that the Freestyle Libre launched the Freestyle Libre 3, um, which you have to scan the sensor to initiate it, but the glucose readings are now being pushed um, to the smartphone. That one does not come with a receiver. And so um, that's going to limit how we can use it. Um, the patients do have to have a compatible smartphone. The Medicare population doesn't have access to this at the moment. And so really the options for our Medicare populations are either Dexcom G6 or the Freestyle Libre 2. Hey, Dr. Grace, so can you tell us a little bit about what the determinants are in your thought process when you decide to prescribe a CGM to one of your patients? Sure. So there's several things that go into um, what, what system we look at. You know, the type one population, again, um, I want all of them in a real-time continuous glucose monitor, an integrated CGM that I can currently get um, paired up with an automated insulin delivery device. So um, right now, Dexcom is the only continuous glucose monitor on the market that we can pair up with either the tandem insulin pump or the Omnipod 5 automated insulin delivery. Uh, not everyone with type 1 will move down those roads, but some of the other features of the Dexcom G6 system really do benefit the type 1 population. So, And I can even expand that. So people in the type 2 population that are on intensive insulin therapy, I want them to have the same alarms that I'm giving to my type 1 population. And really, the urgent low soon alarm um, really does benefit people that are on insulin or glucose-lowering oral antiglycemics. So if you have the possibility of having a low glucose reading, um, I prefer that you're on the Dexcom system. In the um, older than 65 population on Medicare, um, they have basically equivalent coverage in my region. And so given the option between the two systems, I obviously prefer Dexcom if you haven't figured that out yet. And then uh, I don't per personally practice in the pediatrics population, but um, I know that Dexcom is also preferred there as well um, because it's indicated for children um, two years and older. So um, there's another advantage of the Dexcom system. 
Okay, great. And can we talk a little bit about accuracy in, in all continuous glucose monitoring systems or even blood glucose monitoring devices? You know, how important is accuracy to you? Or have you seen it to the patient? Or is it just like you want to see that number, whatever that number is? So just tell us a little bit about accuracy in these devices. If we've allowed a continuous glucose monitor to automate insulin delivery, then it must be pretty accurate. And so I'd like my patients to know that there's a few times that if we don't think that our glucose readings match our continuous glucose monitor, we should check our glucoses. But otherwise, the accuracy of these is excellent. Um, I know that there's been studies done to compare the two systems. In general, though, to start at, like I said from the beginning, practice CGM first. The bigger takeaway here is that people have access to their glucoses, right? Um, if you want to dig into the weeds and figure out which one has more accuracy at what time and what population, you can do that. I know that I trust my own personal self and the majority of my patients to the Dexcom system because it's continuously reliable. Um, but again, I don't I don't think that's a big key determinant in my prescribing process. It's more or less getting patients access to their glucose readings. Okay. So let's move on to this next topic. And can you tell us a little bit about your experience wearing uh, the Libre 3? Just how it went for you, just whatever you want to mention. Yes, absolutely. So um, comparing Libre 3 to Libre 2, um, I thought that they did a very good job here. They made it smaller and now we don't have to scan. So if you heard me say earlier, a lot of people have scanning fatigue. And so I'm foreseeing this uh, as being something that's going to alleviate that. And as a clinician, the more data that I have, and as a patient, the more data you have, the better you can do with your diabetes. So getting that information pushed to them um, is great. My Dexcom G6 seemed to pick up my changes in glucose readings more quickly than the Freestyle Libre did. And I don't think it was overly concerning, but as I'm now using automated insulin delivery, um, it's better, I feel, for the way that I'm delivering my insulin to have those glucose changes picked up more rapidly. Um, Another hey, Dr. Thing Grace, can I um, just ask you something there? Sure. I know that um, Libre 3 transmits the glucose reading every one minute. So do you, do you know anything about that? Are there advantages to having this number every minute? Is, is it can you, do you know anything about that? Yeah, so I was interested in that. Um, instead of getting every five minutes, you can get it every minute. But I don't know what their what the benefit of that is unless you're looking at your device every minute to see what's happening minute by minute. For me, um, I check my CGM reading on my phone or my watch, um, I would guess at least 20 times a day. Um, but I don't sit there and watch it every second. So the benefit for me, I, I, I didn't see one. Okay, great. Thanks for uh, explaining that. Yeah. Um, the other the other differences um, that you know you have to take into account are uh, the alarms. I feel like uh, their alarms that they provide on their system. I'll describe them as solid. There won't be anyone missing those because they're very loud. Uh, my office staff would say that they're obtrusive. 
I accidentally left my cell phone in my office uh, while I was seeing a patient and uh, they had to bring my phone into me as the, uh, the signal loss alarm was going off, but um, they're very noticeable. Uh, and uh, I, I tried to tone it down and unfortunately I was not able to do that. And so um, that's something that they'll probably work on in the future. I can see that other people may, may comment that the alarms are too strong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I think we might've had that the very, very early days of Dexcom too. So we've yep. come a long way. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they'll try to work on that now. Also just one more thing. Um, how did you find the patch? Did it stay on? Did it bother you? Was it just like a Dexcom? Any differences there? So the patch uh, and the applicator are cool, right? It's a single applicator. Um, I will tell you it was a little tough to open the applicator up before I put it on, but put it on, it's the it's small. It's much smaller than the other one. <clears throat> um, I got a full 12 days use out of my uh, Libre 3. I know it was indicated for 14 days. I was in a pool for one day and it fell off the next day. Um, I, I believe when I looked at the clinical data that only 69% of their wearers um, got it to 14 days. So maybe that's surprising. Maybe it isn't. Um, overall, I would say it's an, it's an improvement on the previous product they had for sure. Um, given the options between a Freestyle Libre 3 and a Dexcom, uh, as you probably know, I'm still choosing Dexcom first. All right. Thank you for that. Um, so just in closing, I just want to try to wrap it up in, in, you know, one or two sentences if we can, just so we can help our listeners decide when they would prescribe. So what would you say are maybe the most important thing or the top three most important things you look at when you're deciding which CGM you would recommend to your patient? First, before we even get to that share, what we got to look at is who needs CGM and who needs CGM is anyone that needs to look at their glucose readings. So we should start thinking CGM first. In my mind, it's more important than any medication we can give to patients, obviously not more important than insulin for people with type one, but the type two space really needs to start utilizing um, continuous glucose monitors. And the big three takeaways or things that you want to consider when getting these for your patients is um, their needs, right? And so if you have anyone that's on a medication that could possibly have lows, then the Dexcom system is going to be more beneficial for them. Um, if you have a patient um, that is looking for the best CGM available to them in the Medicare space in the age over 65, obviously that's the Dexcom system. And if you're having difficulty getting a Dexcom, then maybe this is when we default to the Freestyle Libre. All right. Thank you, Dr. Grace. Thank you for your time today. Thank you to you, all our listeners. And tune in next time for another episode of Real Time Real Talk. Thank you, Cher. This has been a, another great opportunity. And for those of you listening, CGM first, this is the way we should be practicing medicine. 